This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome to another episode of The Drop Podcast. I'm your host, Lance Descott. Before we get into the Blues-Flames game, I wanted to address a, a couple of things. Actually, the main thing would be the Edmonton Oilers. Twitter is being lit up. Uh, Edmonton's announcers, the radio stations up in Edmonton are going nuts. We've got to get help for Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid needs help. He needs somebody to help him. He can't carry this team, so on and so forth. And just a lot of negativism. I mean, come on, guys. It's the first 10 games of the season. Sometimes you don't play very well. You know, yeah, the first the first set of games for Edmonton, they've not been a great team. They've gotten some pretty good goaltending from Talbot, but their scoring's not been there like it was last year. What the fans need to realize in Edmonton is this. Last year, nobody, they expected Edmonton to be better, but they didn't expect them to, to do what they did. And a lot of teams figured them out. They figured out, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to cover Connor McDavid like we've always done because he's the main guy. But we're also going to come up with a defensive scheme that takes Nugent Hopkins out, that takes Dry Saddle out. And then when they do that, yeah, you may have some issues with Connor McDavid, but Connor McDavid is not going to score every time he gets that puck. He's just not going to do it. One of my issues with Edmonton is the big contract with Dry Saddle. This guy has played in 195 games in the NHL. He's had 51 games, uh, 51 goals, so about one every four games. That's 20 goals a year. He's at 89 assists, which is about a half an assist a game. That's 40. So they're paying this guy $8.5 million on his salary hit this year. His average salary cap hit's going to be $9 million. That's more, mon- that's more money than Vladimir Tarasenko. Do you think Leon Drysaddle is better than Vladimir Tarasenko? I don't. I don't. I, I think he's going to be a good player. He's going to score twenty-five to thirty goals, thirty-two goals maybe some years. Having a bad year this year, but this guy's not an average nine million dollar cap hit. Edmonton had all the number one picks for years and years and years, and they kept picking the same type of player, the exact same type of player. Where did it get him? It got him nowhere. So starting about two years ago, they started getting smart and they started drafting better, signing a few free agents. I personally think they're paying a little too much for Lucic. He's an older player. And in my mind, he's basically a, a, a bigger thug type guy that can score a little bit. You know, they're paying him as average cap. It's four and a half million dollars. I believe I might be mistaken, but you know, you got Ryan Nugent Hopkins, his average cap hits $6 million dollars. Uh, you know, Lucic is four million. Sorry about that. You got Larson making four and a half. You know, some of these guys are making a little bit too much money. In my opinion, Dry Saddle should be making about five and a half to six and a half million dollars. You can't pay this guy with an average cap hit of nine million dollars, and this year eight and a half million dollars. An eight and a half million dollar player this year 
you should get 35 goals, 30 to 35 goals out of him and about 45 assists. And they are not going to get that from Leon Dreisaitl unless he just, just starts exploding on the scene. So you, you guys in Edmonton, calm down. You're going to be okay. You've got good young players. But I think you've made some mistakes in some of the contracts you've made. Uh, you know, coming up shortly, those uh, those cap hits on Connor McDavid are going to kill you. They're really going to hurt what you can do in the future. And I know you had to sign this guy. I, I understand that. But you're going to have to be more creative with the players you bring in. There's going to be no more $9 million players you guys can afford. It's just not going to happen. So enough being said, I wish you guys the best in Edmonton. Let's get to the Blues. The Blues last night would take on the Calgary Flames. And Calgary's a team this year that's played okay. You know, not great. They've had their ups and downs. They thought by bringing in Smith from Arizona, that was just going to solve their, their goalie problems. A lot of people in Calgary blame Brian Elliott on the fact they didn't go far in the playoffs last year. Are you kidding me? Brian Elliott's the only reason you made the playoffs last year. I can't believe the disrespect the Calgary Flames showed to Brian Elliott. Take away Brian Elliott, they're not even in the playoffs last year. All this talk of, well, if we'd have had Mark Andrew Fleury, we'd have probably went to the sem to the finals or semifinals. No, you wouldn't have. Your team was not good enough. You barely got in the playoffs, and you got in the playoffs because of Brian Elliott. So enough being said about that. As they take on the Blues last night, they're looking to shut down Tarasenko, Shin, all the Blues' top players. Uh, we've got Steen playing well. But it would be Calgary that would come out and play pretty good from the drop of the puck. The Blues, a lot of standing around, not uh, moving with their legs, trying to get to the puck. And it cost them early when uh, Backlund would get this goal just a little under four minutes in to give Calgary a one to nothing lead. Knocked down in the corner by Edmondson. Gets back to his feet. Puck to the line. There's Kachuk again. Got it free to Backlund. Scores! Michael Backlund making plays at both ends of the rink makes it 1-0 Calgary. And this all started back in the flame zone. When you think of Monaghan going off after getting tangled up with Braden Shen. Now Backlund comes on the ice and what does he do? Makes a terrific defensive play. That's how the Flames get possession. And then finish it off with a quick wrister here. Nice puck movement by this line. Very nice puck movement indeed. They were moving that puck around and the Blues just, just like I said earlier, just kind of standing there a little bit and on their toes and they just weren't moving a lot. And it allowed Calgary to get that puck moving around. And no matter how good a team is or how they've been playing, you let a team do that and they're going to burn you. And they did. Backlund gets his third goal of the year. Kachuk gets his uh, fourth assist. Hamonic gets his first assist and Calgary is up. One to nothing, three minutes and 58 seconds into the first period. I thought the Blues started picking up the play a little bit after this and would have several opportunities and would eventually get on the board by this great wrist shot from Alex Steen. It's so nice to see Steen back. Is he a 40-goal scorer? No. Is he a 30-goal scorer? No. But his presence on the ice, it means a lot to the Blues. He gets a lot of assists, sets up a lot of guys, gives them the opportunity to score a great uh, two-way player. And in this part, was a great offensive player and put the Blues uh, back in this game tied at one apiece. And turning is Hamannick in a giveaway. Now Stasny around for Sabotka. Centering pass. Steen checks. He scores! Alexander Steen, his first of the year. What a snipe that is right there. The left-handed shot. He's got a pretty good toe curve on his blade. And one little quick release. Stastny down low. Look at the feet in front there. Saboka 
goal line pass right on the tape eludes Brody and this angle is severe he goes high over the shoulder of the far side some great work on that goal by Stasny and Sabotka uh, to set to Alex Steen up just guys are playing very good together Sabotka's playing well this year with a ton of assist and uh, the Blues looking pretty good at this point I think they're starting to take control of the game that goal by Steen would be his first of the year. Sabotka's seventh assist, like I said, is he's been great this year with assists. Stasny's been great, gets a sixth assist. 17 minutes, 27 seconds into the first. It's tied at one apiece. We go out of the first period with, I think, the Blues, like I said, started out kind of slow. But I think they picked up the pace and really took over that first period. It's nice to see. We're hoping they'll come into the second period and start to take over this game and really get going and start to move that puck around and start to move their legs like they did at the end of the first period to get the goal and to stop Calgary from getting on the board further. They would do that. They would get two quick goals. Just about four minutes in from Jaden Schwartz and under just a little under seven minutes in from Alex Petrangelo to give them a two to one lead. Settle it down. Shen whips it back. Now for Tarasenko, the drive off the goal post. Rebound. They score. Schwartz. Power play goal. Couple of glorious scoring chances. I thought Tarasenko's went off the bar, came down into the net. It did not. It was a wicked wrist shot. As the Blues do a great job keeping it in by Alex Petrangelo. Then down low and up high. And you can see the rebound gets shuffled right over there to Jaden Schwartz, who had just missed to the stick side. That one right off the pipe. Comes right back out. Backhand play by Tarasenko. Another backhand play with quick hands by Schwartz. And he bangs it home. It is Shen down the wall. Great pass back, Petrangelo. He walks in. And a shot. And he scores! And he remains red hot. And it's 3-1. Well, the coaching staff talked an awful lot about net front presence, boy. Get in front of the net, and it almost looked like Petrangelo wanted something else. But after this crisp pass from Shen across the ice, you see the fake, the fake, he's looking, and he sees an open lane. Both Shen and Steen look like they're coming across the goaltender's vision there, and he collapses his arm, and the stick side's wide open. Good play by Steen. The goaltender cheats to the left, which is the short side. Two great goals from the Blues. Just awesome. Just great to see them move the puck. That's the key to last night's game. When they scored those goals, they were moving the puck. They weren't standing around. They they did a lot of dumping in on and off throughout the game. But when they really had their good chances, they brought the puck in over the line. Jaden Schwartz gets his seventh goal. Tarasenko almost got one when he hit one off the post, but Schwartz, he puts it in. Seventh goal, Tarasenko gets his fifth assist. Steen gets his first assist of the year and of the night. 4.07 into the second, the Blues are up 2-1 on a big power play goal. The power play's not been great. It was very good last night. We need them to continue that, and they would continue that on that goal by Petrangelo. Petrangelo gets his fourth goal. Shin gets his sixth assist, and Steen gets his second goal of the night. So, so far, Steen has a goal and two assists. Two power play goals for the Blues in the second period. Six minutes and 53 seconds in on that second one. The Blues are up two to one. You know what gets you sometimes? What gets you sometimes is when your goalie can make a great save, and keep you in the game and make sure that the other team doesn't come back. Well, in the second period, just about a couple minutes after the Blues went up 3-1, uh, to one, I thought Jake Allen came through on a huge breakaway to keep this game at 3-1 to one for the Blues. 
And the Swedish goalie Lack plays it. Long stretch pass, good roll, breakaway. Here he comes. And Jake Allen makes the save. He got the wickets closed on Johnny Hockey. Long pass from Giordano right on the tape. Crosser can't get to it. And he's looking five hole all the way. Watch the pass, but the speed now as he's backwards, facing it, goes forwards, and he's trying to stuff it through the legs. Oh, man, what a great save by Jake Allen. Just a great save on that breakaway. You thought he was going to score, but he just didn't. And, uh, you know, that would have to be the biggest save of the night for Jake. That could have changed the tide of the game because just uh, a few minutes after that, the Blues had something bad happen to him. Jake Allen, who's normally a very good guy at handling the puck, he prides himself in it. He's a good skater. He went behind the net to get the puck and tripped and fell down. And Backlund, who had the goal earlier, would take advantage of it on the loose puck and put it through basically an empty net to bring this game back closer, 3-2. to two. Blues still up by one, but Calgary coming back. Flames get it out, and Backlund takes control at center. Jake Allen falls, throwing out front, Backlund scores! Allen stumbles behind the net, leaves a wide-open cage. For Michael Backlund, second of the game, and it's a one-goal game. Well, you don't see this very often. Taking advantage of a goaltender falling behind the net. Normally, Jake Allen's one of the better puck-handling goalies in the league, and he's such a good skater that it's not an issue, but not sure if he catches an edge or what happens here, but goes out, reaches a little bit, and maybe that's what threw him off, but give Michael Backlund credit. He noticed as soon as... He falls back and goes to the front of the net. Tough break for the Blues. Jake made the great save earlier, but just it, it looked like his, his skate got stuck. I don't think he tripped or anything. I think his skate got stuck, and then that's what made him fall over, and that gave Calgary the opportunity. And Backlund was right there to take advantage of it. These are the type of things that can cost you games, and hey, it happens. I'm not blaming Jake Allen for it. I don't think there's much Jake could have done on that because he's normally a great skater and a great puck handler. So I'm not really going to be too upset about that because Jake, uh, you know, has kept the Blues in this game at times when uh, the Flames would put pressure on. That would be Backlund's second goal of the night, his fourth of the year. Kachuk gets his fifth assist. Frolic gets his fourth assist. 13 minutes and 15 seconds into the second. Calgary's made it closer at 3-2. to two. I thought Calgary had a pretty good middle to end of second period. They would continue to put some pressure on the Blues, have a couple opportunities, including this one by Kachuk. But man, Jake Allen makes up for that mistake earlier and makes another, the second of big saves here in the second period to keep this game at 3-2 to two going out of the second period. Under a minute to go here. Stretch pass to Stajan. Now to Kachuk. Waits. And a pad save by Jake Allen. On Kachuk. Couple of quality chances from Matthew Kachuk. He's all over the place. This is the result of a quick change by the Blues forwards. It leaves an outlet pass by Calgary wide open. So Jake more than made up for that fall on that save by Kachuk. I hope you guys got to see that. If not, go back through the video highlights. It was a great save by Jake Allen. Just an awesome save. So going out of the second, the Blues are up 3-2. to two. They're looking pretty good. And the Blues put a lot of pressure, I thought, on Lack in the third period. He would have to come up big to keep this a one-goal game about 13 minutes in off of uh, Steen. It, just a great save. And he came up big for his team when he needed to. Had it taken away. In comes Sabotka. Sabotka up front. Stop by Lack. He stole Steen. Best save of the night for Eddie Lack. 
Eddie Lack with his best save off Alex Steen. But the couple things stand out to me. Number one, the timing of it. Down 3-2, you give up one here and it might be game over. The other thing is he read the options. That was Saboka's number one option, and he read the play beautifully. Lack did read that play beautifully. Read it perfectly, in fact, because that probably would have been a goal most times, but a great save by Lack. Keeps his team in it and keeps us a one-goal game. But you know, guys, with the pressure the Blues are putting on in the third period, I don't think Lack stood a chance, and eventually they would get another goal by Stasny. Nice to see Stasny get a goal. It's nice to see him doing good this year. Uh, you know, he's in a contract year, and I don't think that's the only reason. I just think this guy loves to play hockey, and he puts the Blues up 4-2. to two. If you weren't with us earlier, on the Flames' second goal, Jake Allen fell down behind the goal. And Backman had a wide-open net. Now the Blues come in. Stasny to the net. Shoots. He scores! Stasny! And it's 4-2! Wicked slap shot off the boot of Mark Giordano, the captain of the Calgary Flames. And instead of that puck bouncing out of the zone, it stays in. Darren, this was close to being offside. Yeah, that's what they're going to take a close look at it there. No. No. No issues there. Now, there and was then, another player on the far side we didn't see there. That was Sabotka. And what a quick wrist shot to the stick side again. Yeah, I think the Blues did their homework on Lack because a lot of their shots and their goals were on that stick side. They were definitely shooting for a stick side, and it worked out for them last night. That would be Stasny's fourth goal of the year. Steen gets his third assist of the game, so Steen has one goal and three assists. Definitely the star of the game. Pareko gets in on the action, gets his third assist of the year. 16-28, the Blues are up 4-2. to two. The Blues would, I think, even dominate the rest of the period. Calgary had a few chances, but the Blues would seal it on this empty net goal by Joel Edmondson. Trejo smashes one off the glass for Tarasenko. His pass, empty net for Shen, and hit the goalpost. Edmondson rebound, he scores! Joel Edmondson! Ah, nice way to cap off a gritty evening for Joel Edmondson. Made no mistake after Brayton Shen has an empty netter, and his backhand attempt goes off the far post right here. But then Edmondson just steps right into this one here on a sharp angle. Makes no mistake. Edmondson gets the empty netter to seal this game at... 5-2, to two, and nice to see him do that because Joel Edmondson had a really good game defensively, was very physical, and I thought was one of the best defensemen of the game for the Blues. Way to go, Joel. His second goal of the year, Shane gets his seventh assist, Tarasenko gets his sixth assist, 19 minutes, 16 seconds into the third, and the Blues cap it at 5-2 to two to take the win. And nice to see, guys, 7-2-1 and one in the first 10 games. Hey, they could do that every 10 games. I'd be pretty dang happy, wouldn't you? It's probably not going to happen, but it'd be nice if it did. So the first 10 games of the year are a success for the Blues. Why don't we go ahead and go over the game stats? Calgary goes to 5-5 five and five with the loss. The Blues go to 7-2-1, and one, as I said. Uh, Calgary had 25 shots on goal. Nice to see the Blues cut down on the, on the shots again. The Blues had 29 shots on goal. Power play was... Uh, Pretty good for the Blues, 2 for 3. The penalty kill was good for the Blues. Calgary was 0 for 2 on the power play. Faceoffs pretty even, 49% for Calgary, 51% for the Blues. Backland for Calgary, of course, had two goals, his third and fourth of the year. Kachuk gets two assists. Frolic gets two uh, gets an assist. Hamanic gets an assist. And Lack made 24 of 29 saves. Steen 
gets a goal, his first, and also had a big night with three assists. Schwartzy gets his power play goal, his number seventh goal of the year. Petrangelo gets a power play goal, his fourth of the year. Nice to see the power play clicking. Stasny gets a goal, his fourth and assist. Edmondson gets that empty net goal after working hard and playing physical all night long against the Flames. Allen makes 23 out of 25 saves. Nice win for the Blues. I know Calgary's not you know, the best team in the league, but they've got some good young players and they can sneak up on you and they play good through, you know, through periods of this game, the blues were just the better team and ended up winning at five to two. Uh, the blues coming up uh, in this Friday, they'll have a game against Carolina and Carolina's not doing real good right now. They are actually three, three and one. They've uh, only played seven games so three less than the blues. They've uh, scored 18 goals and allowed 21 goals. They're a minus three. You know, guys, this is the kind of team that can also sneak up on you. Uh, any road game is tough, so the Blues are going to have to play very well to be able to beat this team. And uh, then they've got uh, to come home and play the Columbus Blue Jackets on uh, Saturday. That should be a fun, fun game. Uh, it's going to be very fun to watch. You, you're going to get to see the former Chicago Blackhawk Panarin, who is leading the, the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, I believe, with 10 points. And then you've, of course, got uh, Bobrovsky, the goalie who's had a, a pretty good year. Columbus is a big physical team. And, of course, their general manager is former Blues general manager, John Davidson. Well, I, I like to see uh, Columbus do well uh, because they're in the East. But, of course, I don't want them doing well against the Blues. And hopefully the Blues can come back and uh, win against the Hurricanes and uh, <clears throat> get the, the Blue Jackets. Because just a couple days later, they've got a tough task in the Kings. The Kings are always going to be a physical team. And they come to Scott Trade on Monday the 30th. Until next time, guys, enjoy hockey that's on tonight. There's a lot of great games. Enjoy the Blues game tomorrow night against Carolina. I'll be back on Saturday with that game recap. And remember, as always, we end the show with Let's Go Blues! This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or D at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.